It's the Blacked Out Conspiracies Podcast. Hello, welcome back. I'm your host, Tatiana. I'm your host, Brittany. We're here for another week. Thank you for watching, sorry, listening to us. <laughs> You're amazing. You're interesting people that want to hear this. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, amazed by you guys every day. Thanks. And we're here for another week. Woo! We made it. Can we talk about how successful successful our last episode was? Like, just all, without numbers. Just all of a sudden, we woke up and we were like, what the fuck? Absolutely. We woke <laughs> up and I was shook. I mean, just people listening, listening, listening. Got different countries. Got different states. Area codes. Area codes. Got hoes in different codes. Area codes. I mean, all this. <laughs> just different. And I re- we really appreciate it. I mean, we're just doing this for fun. And hopefully, you know, people enjoy it. I'm, but, yeah. I hope y'all enjoy it. Because, you know what, let me be honest with y'all. We did the tarot cards. And they kept telling us <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, low-key the tarot was fucking hating on us i mean geez <laughs> they were like no um no but in red no but three different times no <laughs> no 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 and we we're like want to do it yeah we'll do it anyway so thanks tarot we won't listen to you actually dude what the what what happened to the tarot cards where are they mm-hmm. okay we'll talk about it this is not you know the place. cleaned up and put every, everything go away. Including the tarot cards? What did I do with them? They're probably at the top of the shelf. Anyway, probably in the regardless. top corner. I did clean up. You know why we started cleaning up? Because we have a full-blown furnished house. Oh my god, we do have a furnished house. Guys, we have a living room. What? We Ooh. have a couch with a chase lounge attached it's called a chase lounge yeah i've never heard of that before in my life you never heard of a chase lounge no wow all right um i don't know how to come back from that she doesn't know what a chase lounge is yes it's your 30 year old yo listen stop putting me on blast i didn't i don't appreciate it and we have a a love seat brought the tv in the living room like adults Yo, <laughs> such adulting happening. I still have not paid my rent, though. Not as much adulting. I'm just like, you know, it's the 30th. I just want to wait. You can get it on the, the first. Well, I got to pay you early. I don't get a discount paying you early. So you get it when the fuck you get it. You know, I have to pay rent, too. See, <laughs> y'all know this about us, but... We have two different houses, but we never go to my house for reasons that I want to say. <laughs> but mainly, I just don't want to go. <laughs> so, I mean, I just don't want to. And so, my ass just be like, okay, babe, you don't gotta go. You're gonna make, I can hear you pouring. <laughs> okay, okay, I this guess is a you- podcast about drinking. <laughs> can I pour another cup, <laughs> ma'am? We're getting some Franzia Chardonnay. Even though, Franzia. let me tell you, last time I had some Franzia, it had some general so sauce on it. Some general what? So, sal, sal, sauce on it. <laughs> so like sal, sauce on it. So for those of our foreign listeners and those of the bougie, the bourgeois, Franzia As is a I. box wine, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Don't See. dwell in the. The box square okay. wine. Why are you British? Why are you like British slash Australian? What's going on? Anyways, <laughs> not do well. Now you're like New Zealand. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but regardless, <laughs> Frenzy is a box wine. So I go mm. and I open it like I normally do. I'm like, wine, wine, and I open it and it got some fucking Chinese general sal. Sauce. Why do you know specifically Sauce. General Sal's? I, I mean, know. I don't know how you because know. I didn't taste that. it. It's 
No. Exactly. You did not taste it. I'm sure. In my head. That's what it is. And I was shooketh. I was shooketh. <laughs> you and were I like, babe, babe, I don't think I can even. You emailed them. You didn't yes. tell me you emailed them. Oh they my emailed God. me back and they were like, can you see me the receipt? I'll give you a refund. And I was like, I don't Bitch, have that's all you going to do? I don't even have a receipt. So I was like, fuck it. Oh, bitch, I don't have a receipt. You think <laughs> I'm going to make some shit up? What do you want? Send me $15 or a free box of wine. Or exactly. free like five boxes of wine to make my experience better because I exclusively buy Franzia. Yep, Chardonnay. Shame on you, Franzia. Even though we're buy we're drinking you right now. Yeah, Shame. I still drink it. <laughs> Shame. Shame. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to the one person who got that reference, <laughs> and it was me. <laughs> Oh man. How was your week, Pooh? How was my week? My week was interesting. I mean, it was a week. Mm-hmm. It existed. Um things transpired. What? Yeah. I mean, what? No. I don't mm-mm. I mean, I'm just glad the weekend is here. Hey, Honestly. I live for the weekend right now. I live for this podcast. Hey. Hey. Cheers to the freaking weekend. Uh, mm, Dream mm, to that. Mm, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Me and my girl. We just, uh, we live for that. I mean, work is always work. You know, I actually yeah. like my job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those office jobs and, you know, you get some challenges and some interesting things you have to do. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love that part of it. Sometimes it gets a little bit boring, but, you know. It is what it job. is. You know, exactly. That's why I'm just like, you know, and it's a job. It's a job. I enjoy it. And I'm just going to continue with it. I just live for the times that I can be with you. And, Aww. you know, we can do weird shit and be <laughs> like weirdos. Film pockets. Okay. <laughs> well, you later. This week <laughs> was terrible. <laughs> Damn. It was the longest week Unfortunate. of Unfortunate. What happened? And what I can't get into much detail because, you know, mm-hmm. um, laws. It's literally a law. Law? Like, um. I know how we, like, <laughs> try to, like, make it be like, you're being mysterious. No, it's literally a law. Like, I can't it's talk about law, it. It's the law, guys. I can't just talk about these people. It's literally, so, literally illegal yes all right well you like your job too um i like parts (laughs) of it (laughs) now you talk about your job being boring my job is boring as fuck most of the time until about three (laughs) that's when my job picks up and i'm like whoo who's gonna miss tatiana who i'm here for you miss tatiana I'm going to go crazy. Honestly, you know how many times a day I hear bust down Tatiana? Too many times. Too many. And then they'll they'll think they'd be slick and they'll be like, Miss Tatiana. And I'll be like, what you just call me? What did you just call me? He'll be like, Tatiana, I call, is that your name? Is it your name, Tatiana? I'm like, you know you didn't call me no Miss Tatiana. Oh, slick ass mofos. <laughs> <laughs> I but mean, if I was a child that age and I had a teacher name or a adult in my life named Tatiana, I mean, I'm sorry, Miss Tatiana, <laughs> bust it down right now. Oh my land! I can't help it. Can't help myself. Well, well, I mean, so who's so. on force? Forced. forced first you week. me yeah is it like just all right fine pen? i'll go first if you want me to i mean i'm not gonna make you do you got all day you know i'm gonna go first you okay. right you right okay yo i'm gonna keep it super simple it's not really a conspiracy or anything it's no. just I'm going to talk about dreams today. Oh, interesting. And theories beyond about dreams and mm. 
lucid dreams and mm. astral projections, maybe. Mm. But um, yeah, there's a lot of theories about dreams. Some people dream really vividly, like myself. Mm. Um, I'm sure some other people don't really dream very much at all. And there's a lot of theories and interpretations about I'm more that. Of a in between dreamer. You're in between. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, a lot of people have like reoccurring dreams, and we want to explore. You have exploring. I have so many reoccurring dreams. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. Well, we want to get into what purpose do they serve? I mean, for of course, it's you know unconscious desires or thoughts that kind of manifest themselves. But you know, who was the pioneer of dream interpretation Mm -hmm. uh, in the psychological realm? Okay. Mm. Okay. Can I tell you my recurring dream though? Wow. Sigmund Freud, but all right. What's your recurring dream? Let's go for it. Okay. So I have a couple of like normal ones. Like Mm. one that I have all the time is that like there's gum in my mouth and I can't just pull it out. So I'm Mm. like trying to talk and I'm like pulling gum out continuously. It's and I wake up every time with like a dry mouth and I hate it. But this one dream that's so specific is that okay, if y'all know me personally, you know that my grandmother died when I was very, very young. Mm. Like five. And I have this dream every time that like I'm a kid with my brother who's only um like a year and a half, two years younger than me. And two years <laughs> so he's two years younger than me and he we're at this daycare and my grandmother comes and picks us up at this daycare and she has these crazy pigtails in her head now we black right <laughs> and her pigtails are so long that it's right. like not a natural looking for a black person and the fact that where I remember it and she's like a cheerleader and she's like flipping and doing all this stuff. Mind you, I told my mom about that, and I remember she being like, no, she was a cheerleader, and I'm like, weird, because I didn't know that, but regardless, and she, she comes, and she's like, teaching us, and, and then all of a sudden, aliens take over, and like, I'm under a car. Wait, what? Yes, like, aliens take over, my nana... My grandmother, I call her Nana. <laughs> We're getting a little too personal. Oh my, uh, my Nana, she's like telling us like leave the yeah, daycare, and I take my brother who's two years younger than me because I'm like six, so he's like four. Right. And so she's like, go high, and you know, like the apartment buildings has those like shed things, like those metal things above the cars, mm-hmm. and so we run under that, and then we see the aliens, so we get underneath the car. And I wake up underneath the car at least three times a month. Wow. And I've had that dream since I was young. It was since my grandmother died, obviously. She wasn't alive when I first started having it. But, wow. like, it's crazy. Well, it went definitely. T- wow. That's a very interesting dream. We want to talk about the interpretations. I mean, your grandmother's a cheerleader. It could be that. You know, you, you feel like she she's watching over you and she's happy about what you're doing and she she's cheering you on. It could be that simple. Mm-hmm. And then the aliens, though, that's just that's the, weird. the weirdest part because if she was a chilling up, like she's just like cheering for me in my corner. And then the but aliens the come, and then they you hide from the aliens. I hide from the aliens under a car with yeah. your brother. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because I've never aged. Since my brother, I have three extra, like, siblings on my mom's side. And they're never in that dream. And it's the same dream. See, that's weird. See, that's the power of the brain. And then I, that's why I'm so fascinated by, like, psychology and the consciousness in the brain. Because that's clearly a, a message that needs to get to you. And the aliens come. It could be outside forces, you mm-hmm. know, people trying to attack you or come after you or anything and it's you and your brother uh, your brother, brother could represent represents yeah like your whole family I'm not very or, close to my brother like he's cool but like we right but he represents like your family <laughs> yeah or like just my loved ones probably or loved ones and mm-hmm. you feel like you're under a car though I don't As know like a protection 
It's the protection. And you know what? I don't know. See, it's that's so weird. So, but that's the thing. Like, dreams come back and back and back. I used to have a reoccurring dream. I'm not going to give you the one that made me cry, that made you cry, but okay. I'm going to tell them eventually, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, the one that was reoccurring, I was a kid, I was in my childhood home um, where I lived with my grandparents, my mom didn't live there, but I was with, with my grandparents, so I was in that house, and it, I always have these dreams where I'm getting chased, or I'm in like a apocalyptic, a apocalyptic <laughs> situation, and or like I need to. It's always a sense of urgency. So I'm in the house. I'm trapped in the house, and I gotta. Uh, I'm getting prompted to run up the stairs, and I'm running up the stairs to the third floor, to the attic, and I go and I find this box. And it has the meaning of life, but it's always like this dreaming, like this really intense, like thriller scenario to it. It's like somebody's chasing me, so I gotta run, 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 and get it before somebody else does. And it's the meaning of life that I never remembered it, but I have it several times. But I often, honestly, I have several reoccurring dreams, Mm -hmm. honestly, Mm -hmm. like. I have reoccurring like place settings. Like there's this mall that I go to all the time and it's like a weird I don't know, spirit mall. And I know that's not like a normal mall, but we all kinda go and congregate at the mall and it's the same mall. Or it's like this airport. I often have dreams where I go on an airplane and I'm sitting on a plane. It's a huge, huge plane. And we take off, but then something weird happens. And then we crash, but we don't really crash. But because I, I survive, I always survive, which is good. Um, yes. I don't know what that is. I always survive, but then you know it cuts off before I can really know what happened. But um, yeah, basically Sigmund Freud like pioneered the whole dream but yeah the main thing is your subconscious mind or maybe it's the spirit world spirit world spirits trying to talk to you or the people from the other side like you your grandmother she's trying to communicate a message to you <laughs> or it's aliens or it's a simulation there's a lot of different theories to that but i want to talk about some of the most common dreams and their meanings for sure cool so uh do you ever dream about water in your dreams? No. no. I just dream about water a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, a dream about water can mean a lot of things, but it mostly uh, symbolizes being trapped or free. And what? yeah. Being if trapped you see or like free, a. That's the well, because it's like you're getting bondaged or you feel like you're released from bondage. Mm, yeah. um, if it's a large amount of water. You can have deep emotions or a strong emotional reaction to something right now. Um, Being trapped somewhere, of course, means that you're just worried about your current situation. If you feel like you're trapped in a house, you get trapped in a car, you get trapped in a person, a place, it's really weird. And it just means you're worried about a, a specific scenario. Now, have you ever had a dream about your teeth falling out? Cause this is a common dream for a lot of you people. You know what? That's um, it's always in a combination of that gum, or mm. it. It's not even. Sometimes it's not even gum. It's like it'll be gum or like candy or cotton candy or whatever. And I'm like pulling, pulling, and I'm pulling my teeth out as I'm trying to get this whatever out of my mouth. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Yeah, exactly. So, uh teeth falling out it's a couple things so one it's actually a it's, it could be that you're very um scared of a particular uh change that's happening in your life mm-hmm. so because when we were young your teeth falling out is honestly it's kind 
kind of a, a scary thing because yeah, your teeth do, it literally falls out of your head and you're an adult it fall it kind of a a trigger to that same past experience you're mm-hmm. worried about something happening in your life so being chased this is me because i'm always getting fucking chased for no reason <laughs> um it's one of those things that um, you're worried about an issue that is unresolved and there is no resolution to it. So you're just constantly getting chased. Um, have you ever had sex in a dream? Yeah. Now, the weird thing about having sex in a dream, you would think it always oh, just latent sexual feelings or whatever, which is true. But there's also this theory that um, having sex in a dream means that you want to feel or embody characteristics of the person that you're having sex with. Makes sense. Because I've had sex in dreams with weird people. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like what was that? I'm not saying. But it was mm, like, what mm, was that? Mm, and mm. I and I don't have sex very often. Like I'm in my dreams, <laughs> I don't have sex very often okay. in life. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And I'm just what the fudge, Kate? Because um, calm down, calm down. Calm I mean, down. I'm just we're virgins, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> and I have sex in my dream very often, but every time I do, it's not like who you would expect it to be. <laughs> It's just the weirdest people. And I'm like, what is this? First of all, they're almost always guys. And I'm like, no. (laughs) You know? It's weird. It's weird. You have a lot of sex with guys, huh? In my dreams, yeah. Interesting. You know, dreams are so weird because, you know, you told me that you have a lot of trouble imagining things just Mm -hmm. overall. Do you have pretty interesting or vivid dreams? Can you see in your dreams pretty well? Yeah. Excuse me, guys. Oh, yeah, that's hot. Um, But, yeah. Turn it off, baby. Let's get it. Do blind people dream? Um, (laughs) Yes, they do. It's random. (laughs) uh, They do, but if they never saw before, they usually don't see visuals. You know what? This is kind of like kind of a tangent, but kind of on it. Um, I always wonder, like people who are bilingual, mm-hmm. do they think in English or let's say Spanish? Because that's the most common. I heard um, that they do both. Well, you know what I've read mm-hmm. is that um, it depends on where they are. So if they're in America, they more they're more likely to dream and think in. English because that's the media that they see in mm. here. So interesting, right? Yeah. So if you see so much English, like movies, TVs, da da da, that kind of is how your subconscious thinks. So weird. That's true. And then you're with family, or you're in Mexico, I guess, or you know, in a place that speaks a lot of Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Then it would be more likely that you think and dream but it's it's interesting because like say you're first generation his mexican you're still more like why are you okay i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry guys Bernie's mad at me anyways you're more likely to like even if your family only speaks spanish Mm -hmm. you're still more likely to think and dream in english because that's the TVs and the music and the stuff that you listen to. So, like, movie... I mean, like, you know how dreams kind of like movies in your head? Yeah. You kind of get that same dialect from the movies that you watch. So, that's mm. why it's in English. It's so weird. Interesting, though. That's weird as fuck. They just go back and forth. You know, dreams are interesting. I love sleeping. <laughs> And for me, I do have very, very vivid dreams, and they're very scary often. Often have these extremely scary, like, <sighs> dreams about getting chased or killed or fighting or all this. But you know what the most interesting things are? Are lucid dreams. Mm-hmm. Now, a lucid dream means that you're dreaming, you're asleep, you're chilling, 
and then you realize you're in a dream mm-hmm. and then you kind of wake up in the dream but you don't wake up all the way so then you're controlling your dream self mm-hmm. and you can do whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. and it's very interesting I lucid dream all the time just by not accident but it just happens mm-hmm. I don't know it doesn't seem to be a common thing I just kind of wake up and I'm like oh shit that's a fucking dream shit mm-hmm. all right cool let me just try to i don't know my dream uh, when i wake up i'm like oh shit this is a dream but it's not like myself self like my regular self mm-hmm. so i'm like okay let me just run i'm gonna run real fast and try to fly and i can just float <laughs> i can't really fly so i float real far in my land and i just run or I go like, oh, let me talk to somebody interesting. Or let me have sex so if I'm like really horny or something. I don't, I don't know, it's weird. I'd just be like, all right, cool. Let me just find some random dream person avatar. I'm going <laughs> to fuck them. Let's do it. And then <laughs> they're just like, what? What's going on? I'm like, you're me. Shut up. Let's do this. You know. <laughs> they're like, okay. I'm like, I know. Because you're me. Let's do this. Stop playing. And, Ew, um, you need to stop. <laughs> nah, and then we have to break up. And, she don't mean. Exa- what? Wait. Chill out. <laughs> but I'm in my dream. But usually I just try to run and float and uh, conjure things. Do you lucid dream? Not very regularly. I have a couple times. When I say a couple, maybe two or three times. And each time... When I realize that I'm dreaming, it startles me awake. So I'm wow. like, wait, wait, I'm dreaming. And then I'm like, <gasps> and I wake up. But some, but you know, I do have sleep paralysis. I've had sleep paralysis a couple oh, times yeah. too. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have. So it's kind of like a connection weird thing to where I can't stay there. So I get so scared that I'm having sleep paralysis that I wake up and I'm like, what was that? You know, because <laughs> I'm terrified of sleep paralysis, y'all. It's scary. I don't want that. No. And so, I never had it. It's terrifying. See, I never experienced it like people who are seeing like weird shit at the corner of their eyes. But mainly because when I, I've had it, I've never had it that many times, thank goodness. But it's also another reason why I don't sleep on my back. Because the only times I've ever had it is when I was sleeping on my back, so now I tend to like avoid it. But um, I remember the very first time. This is a tangent. The very first time I was upstairs in the loft sleeping, I was the only person home, and I heard I I heard I heard the door open as I'm asleep, mm. and so I'm like laying there like trying to scream, "Mama." Mama, to see if it was her who opened the door, you mm-hmm. know? Like, not trying to scream it, but just kind of be like, Mama? Like, is that you? Because I was the only person there. Someone opened the door, like, that's normal. Right. And so, but I could not scream. So I'm just like, Mama, 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 oh Mama. And I'm saying that again and again in my head. But I'm just, like, laying there, looking up at the ceiling, being like, Mama, 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 in my oh, head. No. In my head, head to getting in there. And I finally popped up, and I was like, Mama! And she was like, why are you screaming at me? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. I couldn't <laughs> but that's the first time I was like, what was that? Because <laughs> I was a little younger. And so, you know, my ass. We have a we have a whole true conspiracy theory podcast. Like, you know, mm. my ass <laughs> looked into it. And I finally figured out what it was. And so it happens a couple of times in my life, but not, I never get the, like, pressure on my chest, like a mm. demon or something that's sitting on me. None of that shit. Thank God. I've never had it. Thank God. I don't know what I would do, because that's just, like, scary as fuck to mm-hmm. be in your body. But you can't move, and you can't do anything. If you had sleep paralysis, hit us up, DM us. I'm really interested in your story. The, kind, like the super scary kind. I want all the scariness. Um, yeah, for me, it's tied to, uh, you know, astral projection. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you don't know, astral projection is when you try to it's kind of tied to the out of body or near death experience where you go outside your body voluntarily though um and you go with your spirit into these other dimensions or whatever 
and you can control it, you're lucid, and it's not a dream per se, but you're controlling your spirit is what people uh, believe. So, um, a lot of the times it starts the same way um, sleep paralysis starts, right? You kind of lay still, you um, meditate on certain things until you can feel your body still but then you can separate your soul from your nope. body and nope. go nope. and then you nope. start floating nope. above your body <laughs> and doing all this i've always been so afraid to do it i'm so Dude, interested have you fucking seen insidious no either of them seen insidious i don't know i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big again. I'm not a big horror movie person. But Insidious? No. Regardless, the dude <laughs> was doing some astral projection and ended up in like this weird dimension and was stuck in like demons and shit. Oh, okay. Well, that's unfortunate. So, <laughs> not gonna happen, Captain. Like that's all I'm saying. Sounds <laughs> scary, super scary. But yeah, mm. I mean dreams are super uh super duper interesting and i love honestly you know the interpretations is so many different interpretations of dream and why we dream and what we dream about honestly our brains our consciousness is just so interesting and whether or not you believe that our consciousness uh, arises from our brain or if our conscious our brains is just a receptor for consciousness either way mm-hmm. it's just fascinating it is it is and i believe that which just it's just a receptor you think yeah to me i kind of think the brain creates the consciousness i know you do that's <laughs> I think they know too. <laughs> You're definitely uh. I'm very scientific, which is very interesting. It is because you're a very sentimental, feelings-based person, mm-hmm. but you're very, very scientific, and I like that shit. <laughs> science me, baby. Talk <laughs> science to me, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got for now. I mean, Sigmund Freud, dreams, I'm gonna sleep tonight, probably have the worst astral My projection, ass. lucid, fucking reoccurring nightmare of all time. <laughs> Me too. Exactly, Because I'm, I'm gonna be laying down, thinking so much about Yo. how I'm gonna sleep. Yo, remember that once, I mean, just recently, you had a dream that we won a lottery. Oh, yeah. And then we went out and bought some tickets. You were like, baby. And this is early in the morning. In the middle morning. of the morning. Early in the fucking morning before I got to go to work. Like, babe, I had a dream. I had a dream. I was like, what? I had a dream. You won the lottery. And it was $1,200. You got to go play. <laughs> got to play it right now. I was like. All right, because I'm just like, oh, it's not the it. lottery, it's a scratch off. Scratch off. Okay, mm-hmm. babe. Okay. Foreign scratch off. You won all this on scratch off. So I was like, cool. All right, I'll go ahead and and play. And we did play. We won. What? A good, like, 200 We almost won $200. Yeah. Of course, net, we won, like, one. 40. 50, 40. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that's because I got greedy after it. Because we won initially. As soon as she said it, boom, we boom, bought boom, 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 boom. We won. Yeah. And I was just 30, like, then like 30 more. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, oh, shit. We about to win, win, win. And of course, I got a problem, clearly, because my black ass just be like, I need more scratch offs right now. Girl, let me tell you. No. no. <laughs> Wait till I have another dream. It was weird. I actually, my dreams are very, very particular because I remember I told my mom, like, I had a dream that you was pregnant with twins. And she was what? like, shut up, don't say that. What are you talking about? And <laughs> she was pregnant she was like, with twins. No. Or like this one time Curse I was me. sleeping. I had this dream that my mom got pulled over by a cop. 
Mm-hmm. And so I woke up being like, like in my room, and my mm-hmm. mom worked at night at this point. So I like text my mom, I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, I had this dream you got pulled over by a cop or something weird was happening. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay. Like, you know? And then she called me, like, I went by six, she called me, and she's like, you gotta stop telling me your dreams because that happened. Like I got pulled over. Wow. The cop let me go, but like I left my wallet and have my ID. Like you gotta stop. Just cray cray. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. You. It's stop weird. My dreams are shit. weird. Nah. This one time my I had a dreams. dream with uh, my ex, and I was like uh. sleeping, and I woke up, and I had a dream that she was in this like. I specifically remember because it freaked me out so much. She was in this red, like, truck, right? Like, like a pickup truck. She was in the back of a pickup truck. And she got into, like, a crash, right? Mm-hmm. And I was asleep. So I woke up being like, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing, just driving with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it better not be a red pickup truck. <laughs> and she's like, bitch. Let me shake up a bitch. She's like, how you know? And I'm like, get out. Go home. Get <laughs> out. Get out. <laughs> Right now. Please. No. Okay. This, regardless, no. I'm a little psychic because I can't see that good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Probably. You know how it goes. Exactly. <laughs> Probably, most likely. Yeah. She's psychic. And I listen to her. Anytime she says something, I'm like, yep, My all right. Intuition is Let's do it. Strong. Okay. You want me to, you want me to what, do what? All right, cool. I'm doing that shit right now. <laughs> or I'm not doing that shit at mm-hmm. all. Whatever it is. I get bad feelings. Like when I used to be in my actual apartment that I pay rent for. <laughs> one of the very one of the very last time we slept there, I woke up and I was like, "Babe, I have a really weird feeling. We need to go." <laughs> and so we moved to Brittany's house and we never went back. Basically, anyways. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. right. My turn. This so is so weird. Years. I don't. Ha- I literally, guys, you know, sometimes I know a little bit about what she's about to do. I have no clue what this woman's doing. You know she's what? research. <laughs> she studied. I did. She study. did so much. So it's all like her. Go ahead. <laughs> Most of the time, Turn I'm kind of like, I feel like she'll know this story. But since <laughs> the past, like, four episodes, she didn't know the story. I'm, she probably don't know the story, y'all. Me and y'all know the story because everybody and their mama know the story. But Brittany, anyways, wow. All right, you know the true crime person. Okay. Anyways, Great. so the story is of the Sauter children. No, I don't know the story. <laughs> the who children? Sauter. S O D D E R. No, I don't know this story. The Sauter children. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me. Okay, so I'm starting off with the the background, right? All right. So, George and Jeannie Sauter, right? So, George and Jeannie were both Italian immigrants who came separately to America from Italy. Mm -hmm. But you know what was really weird as I was doing the research was that George, who was, like, the main focus of my research because he's the, like, patriarch of the family, Mm -hmm. he came to America with his older brother, I don't know his name. They came with his older brother, but as soon as he passed customs through Ellis Island, his older brother left, which is weird because. Mm. And George never told us why. Like told us. Told. He told me personally. personally. <laughs> <laughs> he called me. He was just like, I ain't Yo. telling you. <laughs> he never told anybody like personally why he left his hometown of Italy. Mm-hmm. But regardless, he went on, he met, you know, Jenny, who was another immigrant, mm. and they became this kind of, like, high middle class family in this town full of Italian immigrants because George had a trucking company. So they made a decent amount of money, and they were kind of high respected, even though, excuse me, <laughs> the pickles, mm. <laughs> even though, um... A lot of people in this community, which was full of Italian immigrants, didn't like George per se because he didn't agree with their Italian dictator named Benito Mussolini. Now listen, I pronounced it. (laughs) Okay. So for the rest of this, I'm going to call it the Italian dictator. Because there's no way that I pronounced it right. Listen, okay? do what you gotta do, bro. I mean, I get it. 
But regardless, they live a pretty normal life, you know, middle family immigrant life. They end up having nine children. Mm. Yeah. John, who was 23. George Jr., who was 16, which is interesting because why wasn't John? Anyways, John, 23. (laughs) George Jr., 16. Marianne, who was a woman, 17. Maurice, who was a guy, 14. Martha, 12. Louis, 9. Jenny, 8. Beth, 5. And Sylvia, 2. All right. So they had kids about for 20 years. <laughs> they just kept popping the motherfucker out. Okay? So that's the background. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, the family, you know. Who's the dad? I'm going to give you a quiz. Who's the dad? George. Who's the mom? Martha. No. Okay. <laughs> Jenny. One out of two ain't bad. Jenny and George. Which is interesting because they have an eight-year-old daughter named Jenny. So I guess she was like a junior situation too. But regardless. She was a junior. Mm-hmm. Jenny. So the day of the... Qu- the... <laughs> the day of mm-hmm. the questioning, whatever, was Christmas Eve, 1945. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let me let me track back a little bit so marrying the oldest daughter bought some toys for the younger kids because she worked at this i cannot remember I, oh that tree looks so creepy i think it was like a restaurant or something a diner mm-hmm. it does not matter <laughs> where she worked honestly but she bought some toys for the younger kids right and the kids were so excited about these toys because it was christmas eve that they begged their mom to um stay up later than they normally could. This was like 10.30, I think. And the mom was like, yeah, fine, as long as you feed the chickens and put away the cows. It was, it was what? literally... What? Did on a farm? Or? Yes, it was 1945. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> it was long time ago. I don't know. Yes, exactly. So she's like, as long as you do these chores, y'all can stay up. She told that to the oldest two who were awake which was um maurice and the oldest two boys because martha was a woman but you know how back at day maurice and lewis 14 and 9 like as long as y'all put up the animals right and so but all of the other the two older sons john and george jr were already up asleep because they had been working with their father the whole day so they were already asleep and so after she told them, like, make sure you do this, she took Sylvia and went to bed. Okay. Mm. So fa- we're going to fast forward a couple hours to 1230. Okay. Jenny is awakened by a phone call. Now, Jenny remembers this phone call as strange. It was a woman whose voice she did not recognize, whose... um. She remember having a weird laugh. Like, she, she specifically said the lady had a weird laugh. And she heard drinks clicking in the background. Which, to me, kind of just means she was drunk. Like, I have a weird mm. laugh I'm drunk, too. Like, I'm kind of drunk right now, obviously. Right. But, um, but she specifically said, like, it was weird. The woman had a weird laugh. Right. I didn't recognize her voice. She asked for a name who I did not recognize. So, um, that's pretty important. But she just went to to bed after she got off the phone, was like, wrong number, went to sleep again. Now, during this time of her, like, getting up to go answer the phone, she went downstairs and noticed that the curtains were still open and the lights were still on downstairs. And she was kind of, like, not, I want to say freaked out, but kind of, like, puzzled by it because her children, you know, usually close the blinds, turn off lights before they went to bed. Mm. And the only one that she saw was Marion, which was the 17-year-old girl who bought the kids the presents. Mm. Now, she figured that the rest of the kids just went upstairs and went to sleep, which is where they slept in the attic. They All the other kids slept in the attic. I don't know if Mar- I don't know where Marion slept, honestly. They never, like, mentioned, or, like, where the other kids, like, John and George and Sylvia, like, where their rooms were. But I know specifically that the rest of the five kids slept in the attic. And, but Marion will sleep on the couch. 
and she was just like she she just assumed that they went up to the attic right and so mm-hmm. she turned off the lights closed the curtains and went back to sleep yeah and then at 1am which is 30 minutes after the phone call she was awaking by awaking awakened by like something at the roof like she heard something hit her roof and you know she probably thought she was just tripping she's not like me because every time I hear something I'm like I'll make you go look (laughs) (laughs) I'm like babe go look go look anyways she just went back to sleep again now she woke up again Mm-hmm. 30 minutes later to the smell of smoke oh shit at this point she went to go wake up george her husband and her husband went to go wake up the two older sons right mm-hmm. so the parents and uh four of the children john george jr marion and sylvia all the ones who were downstairs were able to escape this fire right right but they were like yelling for the other children to get downstairs but no one answered. So a lot of people, I mean, I've read different things. Now, I can't say for certain, but what I believe happened was that the stairs was on fire. So mm. they didn't go upstairs. But it's very interesting because John, who was 23 at the time, in his first um, interview said that he called up. Like he went up and saw his siblings sleeping. But then he retracted that and was like, I'd actually see them. I just called up. Mm, Weird. Okay. Okay, John. (laughs) So, there's no way to know. So, they're all out. All, you know, John and Jenny and the four kids are out. Sylvia's like, too, she probably don't care. But, like, everyone else is out. And they're freaking out. Right. Five kids are still in the house. And so, they're like, what the fuck? So, Marion runs over to a neighbor's house right. and tries to call the police because they tried to call the police in the house, but the phone didn't work. So they went uh, to a neighbor's house and the phone at the neighbor house also didn't work. The fuck? Yeah. And then so they went from that neighbor. She went, I don't know who it was. I think it was her. She went from that neighbor house to another neighbor house to try to call again. But yeah. the fo- that phone didn't work either. What? But that Too neighbor much. left to go into town to call. Wow. Get in touch with the chief, Chief Morris. His name is important to remember. Right? Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think so far. Um, right now, it seems like a tragedy waiting to happen because mm-hmm. you got a bunch of kids who are still in the burning house. The other people are trying to escape the house. I don't know how this is true crime yet. I guess. What you mean? How did the true crime? <laughs> how did you mean the, like? Wait, wait, wait! It's conspiracy. How, how did the the fire start? I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Why did y'all just call up and not go? How did you not go to save the children? How are the children just okay. in there? Yes. So let me tell weird you. Shit. So George and his older sons. The oldest of the clan tried to save the children. Mm. Now they went to go get the ladder to go like climb up to the top of the attic and break in the wind, you know, right? This shit. But for some reason, the ladder was not where it normally is, so they could not find this fucking ladder. Turned out, I think it was like seventy-five feet away from where it normally was, and they probably went. It was dark. They went. You know what I mean? I don't know why it moved. We could just kind of. In my so head, weird. that's not that big of a, and it's own, it's not that big of a thing, but, like, all together, it's kind of weird. But, like, a kid could have moved it, you know? Right. But regardless, so, George had the idea of, like, moving his cars up to, like, climb on top of his cars and try to jump up and get his kids. I don't know okay. how the house was. I mean, but I he guess, tried to whatever climb. you gotta do. Yeah, he was trying to get his fucking five. It's five of them. Like Exactly. But, I gotta get my kids. Exactly, but the cars wouldn't start. The fuck? Exactly. That's weird as fuck. So he was trying to climb and he was breaking glass somebody and cutting himself trying to climb up the a problem? Is it supernatural? Was it just like an event that needed to happen and you were trying to say to kids, a guy was like, listen, <laughs> no, nah, they coming with me, bro. Um, Who knows? 
it's not working. So after all of this, sadly, this remember this is nineteen forty five. Mm. So this neighbor finally gets in contact with the the chief, the yeah. fire chief, but he can't do anything because he cannot drive. So he have to wait in the morning to find a firefighter who can drive to get to fucking the scene. Oh my gosh! So they had to just sit there, the 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 surviving people sit there and watch this fire go ablaze. Wow! And so, you know, in their mind, kill five of their right. Relatives. No, that's like tr- a fucking major tragedy right there. Terrible. It's uh, atrocious, it's awful, it's really just terrible. So, it starts being like, so everyone believed that the the children just died in the the fire. Yeah. Which you'll believe normally. Except Jenny, because she's the mom, you know what I mean? She's like, no, something's weird. The first weird thing that happened to make Jenny be like, what the fuck is that the fact that they could not find any bones of the five remaining children. Okay. They found no remains, which Jenny thought was so weird because they were able to find, like, toasters and, you know, other household. Right, you find bones. Easy. That's what I'm saying. So she was like, <laughs> odd, <laughs> right? That That yeah. is weird. That's really weird. They didn't find anything. And so Jenny was kind of confused and so she did her own experiment she was a mother scorned she did her own experiments and like burned um animal bones and she was gonna talk to the people at the local uh how you say that word sanitarium i don't know what word that is sarah tammy sermatorium sematorium I guess. Well, they cremate the that. bodies. You know what I mean? I still don't know. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Regardless, she was going to talk to them. And they said that human bones remain, like, there after 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit mm-hmm. at two hours, which is hotter and longer than the fire, like, right. blazed. So she was already, like... <laughs> right, no, I've heard of the cases... It's a fire. You find bones. Bones, yeah. You'll find the bones. Unless somebody removed the bones. Mm-hmm. And that's another story. But go ahead. But no one had time to remove the bones because they were sitting there looking at these damn people. Like, not people. The, the house. Right. A blaze, you know. So after this, the family started thinking that maybe the children were alive. Mm. Because... Of the weird circumstances, it was it's kind of like a known like conspiracy theory that maybe somebody did something because of George like strong um, deposition towards the dictator, the Italian dictator. Mm-hmm. And very interesting enough, I haven't mentioned this, but I just thought about it, is that he actually got an insurance company come like check the whatever right. And the insurance company, this like when he decided to like ignore mm. or not take it, the insurance, the insurance company, the the man who came out was kind of like, well, something's gonna happen to your house and your children are gonna perish in the fire, the which is bitch? a very <laughs> Get the fuck out specific thing to say, right? It's very be- specific. No, fuck y'all. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, from what I remember from doing my research, I don't have it written down per se, is that the um, it was kind of ruled to where it was like electrical malfunction. Alright, I guess. But then to prove that it wasn't, there was witnesses, right? So mm. witnesses saw somebody throwing fire at the house. Now, I'm, I'm a Jew. This was 1945. Who knows? Oh, fire. They was like, it Grenades. was a witch. Yes, yeah, so like, <laughs> people think it was like a grenade. And oh, okay. Which will make sense because remember, Jenny heard something at the roof at like 30 minutes before the fire. Like she was waking up by the smoke. Mm-hmm. I guess. So they said that they thought saw fire. But also, there was witnesses who said that they actually saw the solder children after they were supposedly dead. 
it was one lady who said she saw her, saw the kids, and she actually, like, she's at a diner or something, and she gave them breakfast. What the fuck? Yeah, but they were with uh, these two two men, and, you The know, fuck? Yeah, it was, it was... <laughs> oh, my God. How? When? Why? What? Yeah. That's just strange. And it was, I can't get over it because I'm finna tear up thinking about it. It's just mm. so creepy. The fact that they found no bones mm. is just the creepiest shit. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, at the end of the day, bones are found. Like, mm-hmm. you can try to do whatever you want to do but if a body was burned there especially in human bones we got such large bones mm-hmm. you gonna find a femur or a tibula or some shit cause then it's, it's easy it's not like a chicken bone it's tiny yeah. our foot shit fucking it's a foot and a foot and a half long or some and shit it was five and it's five kids. children you gotta find some trace of them yeah if there was nothing nefarious, but obviously there was something. Is there some theories behind what? What is the theory behind oh, this? I'm having finished with the. Oh, weird go ahead. So, so remember Morris, mm-hmm. the um, fire chief, right? Yeah. So they 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 went through the rubble again because the family wanted to do a burial. That's not like a burial, like a memorial. Mm-hmm. And so they went, kind of went behind like government officials' backs, and was like they pulled dirt over the thing because they wanted to make a garden or some shit mm-hmm. when they thought that the children were dead. And um, it was a heart found in a box, right? And so they thought it was a heart, but then they went to, what's those people called who look at bodies? I forgot. Corner? Corner, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was the corner. And the corner was like, this is a beef liver. Like, it was, first of all, it wasn't even a heart. What the fuck? It was a beef liver that had never seen fire or anything. And Morris admitted that it was him who planted that liver to try to convince the family that the the rest of the children had died in the fire. What the fuck? Yeah, that's what weird. What the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> no, that's the weirdest shit. Like, nobody called upon you to do no dumb that's shit weird. like that. You think the quarter can tell a difference between a beef liver and a heart yeah. of a human? Like, you gotta be a dumb <laughs> motherfucker. You was like, yo, I'm about to pull the greatest fucking scale. I'm about to pull out the beef liver from ACB and put it with the other <laughs> remains. It's so stupid. She's so dumb. Like, yeah. that's the dumbest shit. And so the quarter, the quarter looking like, um, <laughs> this looks like a clear cow's liver. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> No, why? Why but this is here? Regardless, the Salters were like not having it, and before this, the reason that they were able to get the confession was that they had found they had hired a PA, a PI mm-hmm. to look into it because they seriously <laughs> believe that their children are alive, right? Right. And so they end up getting another. I can't think of the word. What's the word for? Ex, excavation. I don't know. Excavation. Excavation. What does that mean? That means they dug up some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were able to go to their dirt, right? Yeah. And they found some human bones. Oh. But if they all matched the same person, interesting enough, even though it was five people, right? But the age of these bones were. I think they wanted. They said it was like 20-something, 22, 21. But the oldest person who would have died in that fire would have been um, Maurice. Marie? 
No, Maurice 14. That's weird as fuck. But whose balls are these? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to. But I have to say, science kind of proves that sometimes male bones kind of develop a little bit faster, so it can be at, at a lower range of like young adult. So, mm. but it was kind of weird. But um, it was kind of like proven to be bones from whenever they like pulled that. Remember, I told you they kind of buried it. That's what they think it was. Bones from when they pulled the dirt, they buried it. Mm. So that's what it was. So it wasn't proved to be any of the solder children. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was so weird. So we still don't know where the children no. are? Nope. That's Most of them are dead. The stuff. only alive solder child now that we know for a fact is Sylvia, the two-year-old. Mm. Yeah, everyone. Wait, I think she's still alive. <laughs> But she was alive recently. Well, know. last she, thing I knew, she was alive. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, damn. Um, it's interesting because the um, family and the, they they still believe they have this like huge billboard of like you know about the children da da da, and they they ended up getting like post. Well, I'm gonna say postmark a letter. From Lewis, who was, um, how was Lewis when he died? Nine? Right? I think he was nine. Mm-hmm. He died at nine. And they got this, like, letter from him being, like, like, it was very skeptic. I mean, not skeptic, kind of cryptic. And it had a picture of who people believe was Lewis. And um, it looks like him. The family believed they had a strong resemblance to him and had this really weird message of being like, um, I am Lewis. I love my brother or something weird. Something weird is like that. And that's the that's the hardest evidence that they have that they're still alive. Wow. Because so, so we don't know if they're alive or nope. dead at this point. Well, they're they're just... probably dead because it was a long time ago. But <laughs> we don't know if they died in the fire or not. Well, yeah. Exactly. And a lot of people think that maybe they were they survived the fire because George followed a lot of like tracks, a lot of um, hints. I'm not hints. What I'm looking for? Tips. Tips. Mm. He followed a lot of tips. And, um, you know, some of them he believed, but he, people believed that the family just didn't want to, um, the family just decided not to, not the, I can't even talk, you, mm-hmm. never mind. That the family decided what? The family didn't decide anything. The family, that they just couldn't, no, the kids decided not to tell Mm. anybody like what happened because they of fear that something happened to the surviving family oh okay I gotcha well that's a legit look concern mm-hmm. I mean people have tried to keep certain secrets and people always getting chopped off or you try to legitimately find out what happened to your kids and things happen as well so, that's weird. I mean, what would happen to the kids? Beyond, I guess they could survive, right? Survive some shit. A lot of people think they took them back to Italy. They took them back to Italy? hmm Oh. And they just kept up this lie of, you know, they possibly died or didn't die in the fire wow I don't know that's really interesting the kids five of them five of them though you alright why are you staring at me like that just keep going (laughs) Jesus um you know the the, the solder kids they probably didn't die in a fire I mean I think people like to use 
fire as a cover-up for a lot of other things it's easy it's an easy target and if things don't make sense eh, they don't make sense at the time mm-hmm. I don't know what I believe you don't know what you believe no okay you be something and all this research and I don't know what I believe well, it's definitely an interesting story. Um, thanks for sharing it. I don't know what I believe either. I mean, it's just so weird. If it's no bones, it's no evidence. I mean, that's my baseline for most things. You ain't got no DNA, bone, hair, whatever. Ain't nothing happening. Mm-hmm. Ain't there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a mystery. Case oh, wow. unsolved. No one knows. Unsolved case. Case is unsolved. Is that it for you? Mm-hmm. I mean, all right. And that's it for this week, guys. Remember right. to follow us on Twitter at Blackout. Follow Out us. Blacked give us Out a Pod. rating. Please give us a rating. We love it. us about any and everything. Awesome. Yeah, this is uh, another week with Blacked Out Podcast. Blacked Out Conspiracies. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you next week with another interesting wonderful podcast you guys have a great rest of your week take care blacked out bye